Hi, I'm Dan Jones. And I'm Mia Lee, and we are the editors of Modern Love at The New York Times and co-hosts of the Modern Love podcast. We read love stories for a living. And by love stories, we mean essays written by real people about all forms of human connection. We're talking about everything from first dates to funerals, from sibling rivalries to new love at 85. On our show, we're going to bring those stories to life. We'll hear from the writers and also from the people who are written about. Relationships are the most important things in our lives. And the people that tell us their stories are just so brave, like way braver than I think I am most of the time. Yeah. They're so honest and so vulnerable. And listening to the stories, I feel like you absorb so much wisdom and you get a sense that you're not alone. You can follow Modern Love wherever you get your podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. We hope you'll join us. New episodes are out every Wednesday. From The New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro. This is The Daily. Today. James Comey is known for two major investigations that shaped the presidential election, one into Hillary Clinton's emails, the other into possible collusion between the Trump campaign and Russian intelligence agents. The question now is, which one got him fired? It's Wednesday, May 10th. It was 2 p.m. on Tuesday in Los Angeles. James Comey, the director of the FBI, was delivering a speech to his employees inside the bureau's local field office. Michael Schmidt pieced together what happened. In the background of that room, there was a television screen that began flashing. This is an ABC News special report. This is a Fox News alert. I'm Brett Baer in Washington. Moments ago, breaking news that no one saw coming today. Breaking news. There is breaking news coming out of the White House. President Trump has informed FBI Director James Comey that he has been terminated and removed from office. That he had been fired. At some point, Comey became aware of the breaking news behind him. He didn't think it was real. He thought that it was some type of prank that was being played on him, and he sort of laughed it off. But at that time, what happened was his staff started scurrying around in this room, And I think he apparently realized that, you know, there was something real going on. Comey's aides quietly suggested that he step into a private office. Instead of doing that, Comey went up and shook the hands of all the employees in the room. And then he walked into the side room and confirmed that he had indeed been fired. So he's finding out on television and from an aide, who probably saw it on television, before any formal word has come from the White House to the FBI director. Correct. The FBI had not heard from the White House at that point. Mike, how did the FBI agents and employees in the room, if you know, react to what was flashing on the screen and becoming clear? I mean, it sounds surreal. We haven't spoken with a ton of people that were in the room, but our reporting shows that they were in shock and they were very upset. Donald Trump says he fired James Comey because he mishandled the FBI's investigation into Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server. In an already shocking turn of events, that explanation is its own unlikely surprise. Thank you. It's a surprise because President Trump himself has praised Comey in the past for that very investigation into his rival's conduct. And I have to give the FBI credit. That was so bad what happened originally, and it took guts for Director Comey to make the move that he made 
in light of the kind of opposition he had where they're trying to protect her from criminal prosecution. You know that. It's a surprise because that investigation is why many people believe Donald Trump won the election. I was on the way to winning until the combination of Jim Comey's letter on October 28th and Russian WikiLeaks raised doubts in the minds of people who were inclined to vote for me but got scared off. It's a surprise because it's been Democrats who accuse Comey of misusing his office. I think you look before you leap. The FBI has a policy of not announcing October surprises. This was 11 days before the election. What he could have done is said, let's just be sure. And it's a surprise because there's another explanation for why Trump would want to get rid of James Comey. I have been authorized by the Department of Justice to confirm that the FBI, as part of our counterintelligence mission, is investigating the Russian government's efforts to interfere in the 2016 presidential election. And that includes investigating the nature of any links between individuals associated with the Trump campaign and the Russian government, and whether there was any coordination between the campaign and Russia's efforts. Hello, it's Apuza. It's Barbaro. How you doing? I'm swamped. I'm swamped. I'm making time for you. Matt Opuzo was in the Washington Bureau Tuesday night. Matt, did President Trump fire James Comey for the very reason that Democrats believed he should have been fired? Because he violated what they see as the basic principles of his job, and he got himself involved in politics, and he potentially swayed an election? Well, I'll answer that by saying... The president fired, the president says he fired Jim Comey for all the things you just said. Hmm. That is the stated reason why President Trump fired Jim Comey. Is there, Matt, a case to be made that this is the real reason? Because I, I sense skepticism in the way you're talking about it. Uh, yes, it is reasonable to say that a president could fire the FBI director for the way he handled the Hillary Clinton investigation. In fact, many Democrats hoped that Hillary Clinton would do this when she took office. Mm -hmm. You don't talk about ongoing investigations. You don't publicly Mm -hmm. criticize people that you're not going to charge. You don't jump into the middle of the election. So there was cause if that was the reason he wanted to do it. I think the question we just don't know right now is, is this really the reason? Because, of course, Jim Gomey is supervising the investigation into Russian meddling in the election and whether any Trump advisors were complicit in that. All right, so let's go to that obvious next place that you just mentioned, which could be an alternative reason for the president to have fired James Comey, the Russia investigation. Right. Is there a case to be made that President Trump just fired James Comey over that investigation, not the stated reason, which was a Hillary Clinton investigation? Yes. The argument that we aren't being given the real reason is there was a time not too long ago when Donald Trump and the Attorney General Jeff Sessions were cheering Jim Comey for doing the things that they are now saying are fireable offenses. Mm -hmm. I have to tell you, I respect the fact that Director Comey was able to come back after what he did. I respect that very much. I mean, in October, 
Comey goes public with the fact that there are new emails in the Clinton investigation and we're reopening the case, Trump says that was a gutsy call. Mm -hmm. And Jeff Sessions, the attorney general, says... He had an absolute duty, in my opinion, 11 days or not. Well, Comey had to tell the American people and tell Congress that he had reopened the investigation. To come forward with uh, the new information that he has and let the American people know that. There was no hysteria from the Trump campaign over this at the time. So the stated reasons for firing Comey were known to mm -hmm. the president when the president asked him to stay on in the new administration, and they've been known since July. And so there's plenty of room for skepticism that we don't have the whole story here. So you've laid out the case to be skeptical about the stated explanation that this is all about the Hillary Clinton investigation. But what's the evidence, Matt, if there is any evidence at all, for why the investigation into Russia might be the real reason that James Comey was fired by President Trump? Say that again. I'm sorry. There was some shouting behind me. Say That's that okay. I guess we should point out that you are in the middle of a now crazed Washington bureau of the New York Times, if there's any shouting. Yeah, fog. we're in the middle of breaking news hell. So Trump has had this weird relationship with Comey since taking office. There was this weird moment where you know, he singled Comey out for a kind of awkward dude hug. He's become more famous than me. And then just recently gave an interview and he said, well, you know, uh, I have faith in I have faith mm -hmm. in Comey, but, you know, it's not too late for me to get rid of him. You know, I have confidence in him. We'll see what happens. You know, it's it's going to be interesting. And then just before Comey went to testify on Capitol Hill last week, Trump's doing his morning tweet routine and basically says the whole deal with Russia and collusion is nonsense and it's a waste of money. It's a farce. And, and you're doing that right before Comey goes to testify about the investigation into your campaign. Russia. Right, and Russia. So there is reason to think, to know, in fact, that the Russia stuff has gotten under Trump's skin. Now, does firing Comey fix that? Not really. But, I mean, the fear, of course, at the FBI is, is it meant to send a message? And what, and what, Matt, what would that message be? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, right now at the FBI, there's a lot of confusion. People are, are stunned. People are shocked. They're angry because even though Comey had his critics in the FBI, they thought he was a good manager. They thought he was a good FBI director, mm -hmm. a great leader. And the fear is now who's going to take the job? Who's going to take the job Mm -hmm. to replace Jim Comey. Well, so answer, answer that question for me. I mean, who does get to run this? Does the president now get to pick the lead investigator into what may be the most consequential investigation into his presidency and his conduct before he was president and what it may mean for the relationship between the United States and Russia? Yes, he does get to pick the next FBI director. But for sure, we're going to have to wade through a lot of Democratic calls. So I just found out that Director James Comey has been fired by President Donald Trump. For an independent counsel. Mm -hmm. I believed this before, and I called for it months ago. The urgent need then for an independent special counsel. Well, now, now we need it even more so. And that FBI director is going to have to get confirmed. The Republicans have the majority in the Senate, so, I mean, they can do it, but it creates such an ugly political process that mm -hmm. the Trump administration is going to have to deal with here. Matt, I want to read to you a quick section of the letter that Trump wrote to Comey dismissing him. He wrote, quote, 
While I greatly appreciate you informing me on three separate occasions that I am not under investigation, I nevertheless concur with the judgment of the Department of Justice that you're not able to effectively lead the Bureau. What is going on with that choice of language? Why would the president even mention the investigation into Russia in his letter dismissing the director of the FBI who oversaw it? Right. He makes it hard to argue that he's not thinking about Russia when he mentions the Russia investigation in the firing letter. Right. It's kind of a giveaway. Right. It's definitely on his mind. He makes it hard to say it was all about the Hillary Clinton investigation when his firing letter doesn't say, boy, I'm really mad about the way you handled the Clinton investigation. That doesn't prove that's why he was fired, but it makes me ask a million questions. Matt, do you have any alternative theories about why Comey may have been fired? There is, for example, the lingering question of Trump's dubious claim that Barack Obama wiretapped the Trump campaign, which James Comey has repeatedly tried to cast out on. I mean, look, that certainly wouldn't ingratiate you with the president if you say what the president tweeted isn't true. With respect to the president's tweets about alleged wiretapping directed at him by the prior administration, I have no information that supports those tweets. And we have looked carefully inside the FBI. But honestly, Comey was one of a large chorus of people saying what the president tweeted wasn't true. Mm -hmm. The Department of Justice has asked me to share with you that the answer is the same for the Department of Justice and all its components. The department has no information that supports those tweets. So I think if you're Donald Trump and you want to know if the FBI director is going to have my back no matter what I say, well, when he says, no, what the president said on Twitter isn't true, Mm -hmm. you have your answer. But again, I have no information at this stage that that's what was going on. But Comey made it clear to the last administration and... It's made it clear here. He's nobody's guy. Matt, what are the big... And, that, and I got, this has got to wrap up here soon. Yep, I'm this getting, is a one and a half left. The, Matt, the stink guy. Matt, you just said that James Comey is nobody's guy, and no one's done a better job of helping us understand James Comey and how he operates better than you. And it feels like at the heart of a lot of the political controversies surrounding him is this sense of independence he has, that, that he answers to nobody that he's going to be fiercely independent, that he has no constituency he's courting. At the end of the day, was James Comey's ultimate political downfall his independence? I don't know if we know what his ultimate downfall was yet. I mean, I think think we're seeing a moment that people are going to write about in books. And, you know, we're a couple hours into it. And... uh, I have no idea. That makes no sense to me. Sorry, Michael. Matt, um, Matt, I'm going to let you go. I, I'm going wa- to wait. Gotta I'm going to wait for your book, and I'm going to talk to you later. <laughs> Bye, Michael. Bye. Good evening. The country tonight is in the midst of what may be the most serious constitutional crisis in its history. The president has fired the special Watergate prosecutor, Archibald Cox. Because of the president's action, the attorney general has resigned. Trump's firing of the man in charge of investigating Trump himself drew an immediate comparison to an infamous moment during the presidency of Richard Nixon, when Nixon purged the Justice Department in the middle of its investigation into Watergate. All of this adds up to a totally unprecedented situation, a grave and profound crisis in which the president has set himself against his own attorney general and the Department of Justice. Nothing like this has ever happened before. 
And the firing prompted outrage from Democrats, many of whom had themselves questioned Comey's judgment and fitness for office. The Times reported on an awkward telephone call between President Trump and the Senate Minority Leader, Chuck Schumer, on Tuesday. Trump expected Schumer to welcome the news that he was firing Comey. Instead, Schumer told the president, quote, you're making a big mistake. We know the House is investigating Russian interference in our elections that benefited the Trump campaign. We know the Senate is investigating. We know the FBI has been looking into whether the Trump campaign colluded with the Russians, a very serious offense. Were these investigations getting too close to home for the president? Not long after, Trump's advisor, Kellyanne Conway, responded. This had nothing to do with Russia as much as somebody must be getting $50 every time the word is said, I'm convinced, on TV. It says nothing to do with Russia, it has everything to do with whether the current FBI director has the president's confidence. We'll be right back. When times became uncertain, Wampley pivoted their technology platform and committed to help small businesses and self-employed workers get approved for their PPP loan. In just a few months, Wampley has helped one million businesses across America to secure much-needed funding so they can continue to stay open and serve their communities. Wampley helps small businesses thrive. Visit Wampley.com to learn more. Here's what else you need to know today. President Trump is scheduled to meet at the White House today with an official from Russia's government, Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov. Among other things, Trump and Lavrov are set to talk about the future of U.S.-Russian relations. It will be Trump's highest level meeting with a Russian official since taking office. And as the president discussed this plan with the leader of Turkey, and what was the reaction from Turkey? Uh, I don't know if he's addressed this to the president yet. I do know that yesterday the president authorized the Department of Defense to equip Kurdish elements of the Syrian Democratic Forces as necessary to ensure a clear victory over ISIS in Raqqa, Syria. In a move that has angered the president of Turkey, President Trump has approved a plan to directly arm Kurdish forces fighting the Islamic State in neighboring Syria. The White House says that the Kurdish forces are the best hope for liberating the Syrian city of Raqqa, an ISIS stronghold. But Turkey's president, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, insists that the fighters are linked to a terrorist group and has formally objected to arming them. We're keenly aware of the security concerns of our coalition partners in Turkey. Uh, We want to reassure the people in the government of Turkey that the U.S. is committed to preventing additional security risks and protecting our NATO ally. And after its last president was impeached, South Korea has elected a new president, Moon Jae-in, who favors dialogue with North Korea at a historically tense moment between the two countries. Moon's election threatens to open a rift with its major ally, the United States, by adopting a more conciliatory approach toward North Korea than President Trump's. That's it for The Daily. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you tomorrow. You're still running your business on QuickBooks? More like quicksand. The bigger your company grows, the faster you sync with outdated software. NetSuite by Oracle is the scalable solution to run all key back office operations, no matter how big your company grows. 
93% of surveyed organizations increase visibility and control since making the switch from QuickBooks to NetSuite. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program. Head to netsuite.com daily. That's special financing at netsuite.com daily. netsuite.com daily.